0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> Your local blue coal dealer presents The Shadow. These half-hour dramatizations are designed to forcibly demonstrate to old and young alike that crime does not pay.
2: Before this afternoon's adventure with The Shadow begins, here is advice every homeowner will profit by following. When you order your next supply of fuel, ask for Blue Coal. Then you'll enjoy steady, dependable heating comfort and satisfaction such as you've never known before. Countless thousands of American families have found from experience what a tremendous difference Blue Coal makes. It burns down to a fine ash, leaving no wasted, unburned coal. And it gives steadier, healthier heat with less furnace attention. So if you want the solid fuel for solid comfort, insist on Blue Coal by name. Call your dealer for your supply tomorrow. The shadow, mysterious character who aids those in distress and helps the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the unseen voice belongs. The only one who knows the true identity of that master of other people's minds, the shadow. Today's story, Valley of the Living Dead.
3: This desert scenery is simply magnificent, Lamont. Why, this alone was worth the trip.
0: Yes, and I think that's the mountain range over there that I've been looking for. Sort of saw teeth edge to it.
3: Looking for a mountain range? The whole thing seems silly to me. It's long fit just because you heard of a rumor that there's a valley someplace behind a saw-tooth mountain where people act peculiarly. What's behind this rumor?
0: That's just what I'm going to find out, Margot.
4: Yes, sir. What can I do for
0: you? I want some gas. Huh? And I also want to know the best road up that mountain over there.
4: Oh, there ain't no road over that mountain you can drive on, mister.
0: No road? Well, what's the matter with that one right ahead there?
4: That's no good. Stay here. And you see, uh, ain't many folks besides me who's been in that valley. And brother, I'm going to live there someday. Well, if you go, you can go alone, Timothy Hicks. I'll have plenty of time to rot when I'm dead and in my grave. What's that you said? I said I'd have long enough to rot when I'm in my grave. Uh, don't pay no attention to missus. You don't know nothing. Why on the other side of that there range, They got the slickest place you ever seen. Put it in a round valley. There's only one thing, though. You gotta be busted to live there. You can't have any money? Yep, busted. Why, the folks in there get the houses given to them and food, everything.
0: You mean a sort of a state poor farm? Nope, nothing like that.
4: It's private. Owned by Mr. Maxim. Kindest man that ever was. Yes, indeed. Well, there you are, mister, all fixed up.
0: Uh, about how many people live in that valley?
4: Well, well I wouldn't know exactly. There's maybe eight, nine hundred. I ain't been in since they prospected for gold.
0: Boy, they sure had a vein. Well, then they must have plenty of money in there. Nope, they
4: ain't. See, while Mr. Maxim was in the east, those folks got some capital in from the outside to work the mines. Yep, but uh, but then they uh, he came back, makes him come back too soon. Gosh, was he mad. Put a stop to it, as quick as scat. Gold, and he put a stop to it? Yep, yeah, ain't supposed to have no money in there. Yeah, probably can't tell a nickel from a dime But now. Me, I can't see myself without a bit of change in my hand now, man. Not me. Ain't got nothing in there I want. No radios, theaters, stores, nothing. Well, Lamont Cranston, there's certainly no
3: great wrong here to write. I suggest we give up the whole thing and make this a pleasure trip for a
4: change.
0: Sorry, Margo. Here you are, Hicks.
4: Oh, thanks, mister. Hey, mister, be on the, on the watch for Boulders Road and across the road there. Eh?
0: Well, here's where we leave the paved road and start climbing.
3: There's a sign. Danger, drive up this road at your own risk.
0: Oh, yes, I see it. And I assure you it interests me, Margo. In view of what our friend back there just warned us. Uh...
3: There comes the boulder now, Lamont. Bigger than this car. But you're right. Oh.
0: Well, strange. And missed us anyhow.
3: Now will you turn back. The road isn't safe.
0: Well, that one might be just coincidence, Margot. It's a fine road. Nothing wrong with it. Good all the way up, far as I can see.
3: There's another boulder. Yes,
0: coming right down this path.
3: Hold fast. Oh, thank goodness that missed us, too. Lamont, there's no coincidence about those boulders rolling down.
0: No, you're right, Margot. Unless I'm mistaken, it's an electric eye. And it starts them as surely as it would open a door.
3: then for pity's sake, let's get out of here. We'll be smashed to bits. I've had enough of this whole thing.
0: Before the sun sets, Margot, we're going to be in that valley. But we're going in by plane.
3: But it all seems so unnecessary, Lamont. Going and getting this plane, there can't be anything wrong. Not with this man Maxim on the job. He's so kind and all that.
0: Margot! Never in my life have I felt a more compelling certainty that something was wrong. At any rate, we'll know the moment we're over the jagged teeth of this ridge below. Yeah. Look, Margot. There's the valley. Apply lower. Look closely. The
3: marks, this is low enough.
0: Yes, a hundred feet. And look. Look at those people closely, Margot. They move along the streets. The lifelessness of them.
3: Well, no traffic to keep them jumping. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong.
0: Children half-heartedly at play. No work being done anywhere. Men sprawl on the grass. Well,
3: what of it, Lamont?
0: Cut off from the outside world. No work to do, no amusements. Nothing for mind or muscle to feed on. By Margot, that place is like a stagnant pool covered with green slime. Beautiful to look at, but filled with decay.
3: Well, maybe you're right, Lamont. Even the women don't stop to talk to one another. You don't even look up at the sound of the plane.
0: And over there, just beyond the dam, are the gold mines. Latest equipment lying idle.
3: And a chance for everybody to make a lot of money. Look, what's that back against the hill? Oh, it's a sort of castle.
0: Now, wait a minute, Margo. That standard flying from the turret there. It has a name on it. I'll try to get closer and make it out. See, uh, Ingram, A... Maxim. Ingram Maxim. Why, I know who this fellow is now. You do? In college. I was just a freshman. He was taking postgraduate. A bald, thin little man, always helping some of the fellows. Why, he was rich as Croesus even then. Hang on, Margot. I'm going to set it down on the other side of the dam. Find out what this is all about.
3: Why don't they answer, Lamont?
0: keep on knocking until they do. I wait. I saw the curtain move from the window up there.
3: Please, Lamar, let's go back to the plane. I I feel weak. What was that?
0: I don't know. It's horrible. But, Margot. Good heavens, Margot. Here. You're not fainting.
5: Oh. The lady has fainted. Mr. Maxim, please. I prefer to carry her. I will carry her. No one here dictates to Maxim. There now precede me into the house, if you will, sir, and now, with a little lady well taken care of, we shall dine together, Cranston. We talk over the old days. You see, I remember you indeed i I have the faculty of remembering everybody I ever seen.
0: I couldn't forget you naturally. Always doing such kind things to help the less fortunate
5: chaps at college? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing at all. Now here, of course, I have much larger opportunities. Yes, undoubtedly. Um,
0: Something's been puzzling me, Maxim. Those boulders rolling down into
5: the road. I'm curious to know how you work that. I have my own ways, Mr. Cranston, of protecting this valley of mine from intruders. I want nothing from the outside world to touch my people. Nothing.
3: Uh, I'll smother. I can't move.
5: You're all right, Marco. I'm right here. Keep your arms under the blankets, little lady. That's it.
3: But I'm not cold.
4: I'm smothering.
5: Too much exertion, my dear, coming down that steep path from the dam. Women's delicate bodies were not built for harsh exertion. You see, they... Serena, what are you doing here? Why did you leave your room in your wheelchair without my help?
4: Is the lady sick, Max? Are you sick too, my dear?
3: No. No, nothing wrong with me. Just a little chill.
5: Uh, Miss Lane, my
0: wife.
3: How
0: do you do? How Mr. Cranston. How do you do? Did you uh, suffer an injury of some sort, Mrs. Maxim? That you should have to be in a wheelchair?
3: No. Oh, no, I... I've always been strong. But after the birth of my son, I... Uh, yes, I... I think that was when My I... dear,
5: you are exerting yourself too much. You must go to your room.
3: But Maxim's always taking such good care of me. I never have to lift a hand. He carries
1: me, puts me in my bed. He feeds me. He's always so kind. I...
5: It is the privilege of all strong people, my dear, to take care of the weaker. Oh. Oh. Come, my dear Serena. Off to bed with you.
3: Maxim, the lady heard it too. It's not my imagination. It's the wind,
5: my dear, in a faulty flue. I shall have it fixed tomorrow. Oh, I
3: tell you, it has the sound of my son's voice.
5: <laughs> now, now, that imagination of yours again, my dear. You know that fall is off at school. Now say goodnight to Miss Lane and Mr. Clemson.
1: Good night, Miss Lane. Mr.
5: Good night. Mr.
2: While we're waiting for the second act of the Valley of the Living Dead, here's a word to the wise. Homeowners, when you order fuel, keep in mind that there's just as much of a difference between the quality of various kinds of hard coal as there is in an automobile, radio, or washing machine. This difference lies in the location of the fields from which the coal comes and the care in mining and preparation. That's why it will pay you to insist on blue coal when you order your next supply of fuel for blue coal is a guaranteed product of the nation's largest hard coal producer, the Glen Alden Coal Company. Their mines are located in the richest part of the northern Pennsylvania anthracite field. Each ton of blue coal as it comes from the mines is screened and re-screened many times for perfect sizing. Then it's washed to remove any existing impurities and laboratory tested by trained inspectors. Only the coal which passes this thorough laboratory test and meat, Glen Alden's high quality, is shipped to Blue Coal dealers. That's why you can be sure of perfect heating comfort and satisfaction when you order quality-tested Blue Coal by name. You'll find that Blue Coal gives you steadier, more dependable heat. So call your nearest Blue Coal dealer tomorrow. His name is listed in the where to buy it section of your classified telephone directory under the words Blue Coal.
3: You'd never come,
5: but Paul, my son, don't I always come?
3: Oh, this steel cast, can't we take it off?
5: Not yet, my boy. To remove it too soon would mean that you'd never walk again.
3: I don't care. I don't care. It's it's now. It's the pain now that I can't stand. I
5: know what is best for you, Paul.
3: But it's getting worse. I can't rest. I can't sleep.
5: Come now. You must. Oh. I only could and never wake up. There. That is better. Patience. Patience. I'll turn the light low. There. Good night, my son. Sleep. Sleep.
3: I'm glad he's gone. I'll get that cast off somehow. Even if it does cripple me. I don't care.
0: Let <laughs> me help you, Paul.
3: Who spoke? Where are you?
0: Don't be frightened. I've come to help you.
3: Nothing can frighten me anymore. But I can't see you.
0: I can sometimes help people better because I'm not seen. Oh,
3: I don't know what you mean, but, but can you really help me? I mean, take the test, off.
0: Yes, Paul, right away. Tell me, how long have you had it on?
3: Nearly two years. I was away at school and had an accident... My father came to see me, you Well, I don't remember much about that part. But a doctor said that I would have to have this cast put on.
0: A doctor said that?
3: What? Oh, yes. My father told me he did. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Trust me now. I want you to try to stand.
3: But I can My father says I can
0: I want you to try.
3: All right. I'll try. Oh, I'm standing.
0: Good boy, That's what I wanted to know. You have two strong, healthy legs. They're growing against steel that clamps them like a vice. This cast is coming right off. Uh, It's off.
3: But my legs, they feel numb. Steady,
0: Paul. The pain will soon be gone. You'll be well again. Well again, boy. Oh, yours is not the only bondage to be broken tonight. Ah, Margot, it's good to get out in the air. down these stone steps. Watch out, steep.
3: Lamont, tell me that dreadful cry was that?
0: Yes, his son, Margot. I was able to relieve his sufferings, oh, though. Oh,
3: thank heaven for that! But down in the village, all those people—what can you do for them?
0: If their suffering has been great enough. I'll make them help themselves. Watch out, it's last step. Yeah, that's it.
3: There isn't a light anywhere. Everyone in this village is asleep.
0: That's it, Margot. Everyone has been asleep too long. But with luck. I hope to awaken their minds to this, this living death.
3: Not a sound anywhere, Lamont. Get that coyote off in the hills.
0: The villagers sleep, Marjorie. But they do not rest. Come, I'll show you how their tortured subconscious minds react. This place
4: of living dead, this silence beats on my ears like the drums of eternity.
0: And in the next house and the next Margot, I must go to them as they sleep in the shadows. Try to free them from this bondage of submission.
1: The bells I hear them. The good, honest roar of machinery. The white heat of the furnaces. There's a fine strength in me. And I'm to have a raise of a dollar at the end of the week. Ah, no. No, that's past and gone. I've become as soft as something that lies rotting in the sun. There is no hope. I am dead. Dead.
0: No. No, my friend, you're alive. And you can be strong again. What? Who spoke? Who said that? God put muscles in a man's body for use, for work. Work?
1: Yes, work. Uh, but we are dead.
0: Not while there is work to be done, and you can do it.
1: Oh, I've dreamed that dream until I'm nearly mad. Then go to
0: the mines. They wait only for your courage to start them working.
1: No, no, we can't do that. Mr. Maxim has forbidden it. Wake
0: up, men. He has given you what only money can buy. He has taken from you what only God can give. Your freedom. Start working the mines tonight.
1: Start working the mines tonight. Start working the mines tonight. Start working the mines tonight.
3: Lamont, there are lights now in every house.
0: Yes. And over there, lanterns swinging to the quick step of men hurrying to the mines. Give me your hand, Marco. we have no time to lose. We're almost at Maxim's castle. You
3: think in a single night you will have destroyed Maxim's self-created world?
0: As well as that, Margot, everything on which his ego has fattened. Listen, the people are wasting no time. Hurry. Here, I'll help you. Up the steps. Quickly. Quickly, Margot, quickly. This is Maxim's room, Margot. You stay back. I don't know what danger lies behind this door, but as the shadow, I'll soon
5: find out. After all I've done for them, they betray my generosity Men and women alike They're crowded down at the mines of the hundreds I'm going out to the balcony to observe them all clearly
1: Maxim What's happened?
4: Why are you so angry?
0: Mrs. Maxim oh, I... Don't be startled I'm here to help you Listen closely This is a fight for freedom
4: Oh
3: Who speaks? It's, it's all such a strange dream
0: Do as I tell you without questioning Rise out of your bed, out of your weakness, and fight as those people down at the mines are starting to fight.
1: But I... I can't rise. I can't walk. Not without Maxon's help. You can.
0: You shall. You've got to fight out of the weakness to strength and freedom.
1: Yes.
3: Yes. Fight out of weakness to... to strength and freedom. I can I will stand.
5: I see their game. They want a freedom apart from me, but they shan't have it. I stopped them before, I'll stop them again. No, Maxon. Don't stop them this time. Don't. Serena, you, you standing alone. How dare you stand alone without my help?
3: I'd rather die, Maxon. Standing alone as God intended me to stand, than go on in a living death of the weakness that comes of your constant support. You too.
5: after all I've done, devoted my life to you, What madness is in this place tonight? Madness is
0: lifting from this place tonight, Maxim.
5: What? What is that voice? Who speaks?
0: Perhaps it is your conscience speaking, Maxim. Your
5: conscience. Serena, what is that voice? Do you hear it? Or is this whole thing some crazy dream?
3: I only know that I can stand alone and move alone. And if it's a dream, I hope I never wake.
5: Listen
0: closely, Maxim. Your conscience speaks again. You gave these poor creatures the things your millions could so easily buy. You felt great and noble and princely in the giving. And for that, you robbed them of their strength of will and muscle and heart. It is a crime. Just as stealing money is a crime.
5: This is how they repay me, is it? They hurl my liberality back into my teeth and make it a reproach.
0: Maxim, you are consumed by selfishness. A selfishness so great that it has sacrificed a thousand people and your your wife and your son to its greedy demand. It's a
5: lie! My whole life has been devoted to others. My people know I love them. I'll go to them. I'll I'll talk to them.
0: Will you also listen to
5: them? They will listen to me, and I will give them their choice of life or death. For you. No. I have promised that. I have proved it. We will earn money
1: again. The fivefold that we earn to care for our family.
5: Yes. And I say you shall not. This valley is mine, and all who live here shall live as I order.
1: No. Let us work the mine. There's the way. Let us feel we've earned the right to live.
5: Have you so soon forgotten from what I saved you? That world outside where every man sets his hand against every other man. For money? At least freedom we
1: live. Oh, yes, Better yes, that please. than this, where we go soft with the rotting softness, and the hills and the silence close us in. Oh, no, no, no.
5: This valley is a fulfillment of a dream for you. It's a dream and nothing more. There is no life in it. I tell you, I know what is best for you. You will not accept life as I have given it to you. Then you shall have death as I give it to you. I shall save them from themselves. A quick, merciful death. Yes. One turn of this lever, and in a few minutes, the valley will be a deep and silent lake. Yes. One turn of this lever.
0: For the second time, Maxim, your conscience speaks.
5: Let it speak. I know what is best for my people. You care nothing about those people. How wrong you are, boys. I care enough about them to exterminate them all, rather than submit them to the corruption of an outside world.
0: Just one turn of this handle. Just one turn of that handle? And you would be a murderer.
5: The ungrateful have no right to live.
0: Close those gates before it is too late. You have no right to pronounce death. For if there's a guilty man in this valley today, you are that man. i
5: Aye. Aye, guilty! Of what am I guilty? You
0: attempted to buy the freedom of a thousand people, Maxim. To force them to the knees before you. And to keep them there for the rest of their lives.
5: No! No, no, I... Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Just leave it, I... Oh, I'm turning back. The rush border water against the is too
0: strong. I can't turn it. Maxim, I'm here. Cranson. Lamont Cranston, get beside
5: you. Oh, Cranston, I'll help, help you. Or it's too late. Yes, together,
0: our combined strength.
5: Help. Uh, i done. They shall live. Maxim, what's wrong?
0: There's blood on your lip.
5: Something in me is broken. The way to closing the gate.
0: Yeah, lean on me.
5: Wait. Look, oh, Cranston, look. Coming there. Walking toward me. Look. Walking. My wife and my son.
0: Yes, walking. <laughs> Here, Maxim, take my arm.
5: You no, know, Cranston, I am dying. I gave my life closing those gates. Saving my people. Tell them that. Tell my wife and son.
0: And please lean on me. Let me help you to your feet.
5: No, no, look. The weaker I grow, the more strongly they walk. My wife and son, they are getting back what I took away.
0: You are a great man at this moment, Maxim. And
5: listen, down by the
0: mines as the water recedes, they're cheering you, Maxim.
5: Yes. Yes, I, I hear them cheering me.
0: And they are the cheers of a living and a free people.
2: Before you hear a preview of next week's Shadow Story, here's John Barclay, Blue Coal's heating expert, with more of his time and trouble-saving hints on furnace care and
1: attention. Mr. Barclay. Thank you, Ken Roberts, and good afternoon, friends. A great many homeowners are under the impression that they can save money by putting only a little coal on the furnace. On the contrary, that's one of the surest ways I know to actually waste money. A flimsy, shallow fire is apt to go out. It won't give you enough heat. And it causes constant trips to the cellar to refuel the fire. The economical way to fire your furnace is to keep a deep fire bed at all times. Build the fire up to the level of the bottom of the fire door. Of course, in milder weather, you can leave a little heavier layer of ash on the grates. This keeps the fire burning slowly. Yet it keeps enough coal burning to give plenty of heat if the temperature should suddenly drop. And remember, if you feel your furnace isn't giving you 100% heating results, here's what you do. Phone your nearest blue coal dealer. Ask him to send a John Barclay serviceman to look over your furnace. These men are trained heating experts. They're fully qualified to locate the source of any possible furnace trouble and show you how it can be corrected. This John Barclay service is yours without any charge or obligation of any sort on your part. So always feel free to call your blue coal dealer. I thank you. And now for a preview
2: of next week's exciting shadow adventure entitled Prelude to Terror. The eminent scientist Professor Baker is sitting in his study late one night when there is a knock on the door. Thinking it is his butler, Cooper, he says... come in, Cooper. Oh... But it was Cooper? Shut hey, up, you, oh. Professor Baker. I got a present for you.
0: Oh. Here's what the boss wants. And
5: before he's through, the people of this city will wish they were dead like you, Professor Baker. Why did this man kill Professor Baker?
2: For what reason does he say an entire city will welcome death? Be sure to find out next week when you hear the Shadow's newest adventure, Prelude to Terror. Today's program is based on a story copyrighted by The Shadow Magazine. All the characters and all the places named are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The Shadow Magazine is now on sale at your local newsstand. The
0: weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The
2: Shadow Knows. Next week, same time, same station, Blue Coal, America's finest anthracite, will again present another thrilling adventure of The Shadow. Be sure to listen, and be sure to burn Blue Coal, the solid fuel for solid comfort.